Welcome to the Making Jobs Podcast, where we talk about car repair, business ownership, and everything in between. I'm your host, Matt Hernandez, founder and owner of Matt's Mobile Mechanics. And I'm your co-host, Tyler Schultz, with Witness Security. So without further ado, let's get the show on the road. Welcome back, job makers, makers of jobs. We have returned, and by we, I mean just me and Brandon. Tyler's not here right now. <clears throat> so He is not. Um, he's running behind. Tyler's on his way, though. Finally got a hold of him. Finally got a hold of Tyler. Yeah. All right. Come on. <laughs> he, um... So... I so know I guess just the, those two. Yeah, it was just Gizmo and Ike. <clears throat> That's an interesting intro. Tyler's not here. There were dogs in here. Um, yeah, Tyler slept in. <clears throat> and his phone was on Do Not Disturb, I guess. I don't know. Couldn't get a hold of him. So now I'm in his office without him. Starting a podcast. So let's talk about something other than Ukraine. Well, that was the plan today. Okay. Now you brought it up. Because... <laughs> One, I haven't been paying too much attention to those conversations, and two, I feel like it's been exhausted. I was, I was gonna, I was gonna not even bring it up. I was just gonna okay. ignore it like it didn't even <laughs> exist. And then you're like, right off the bat, you're like, so, so Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently they got more Apache helicopters than no. Yeah, let's not no, start that's down the that Taliban. Road. Oh, that's the Taliban. Yeah, the Taliban has more Blackhawk helicopters than the entirety of the uh, British army British army thanks to our uh, hasty ex- exit from Afghanistan um, so I've promoted you to Mike channel number two Mike um, check one yep. two no just channel two Mike check one and two. I wonder if I wonder if, I wonder how Tyler's gonna take this demotion <laughs> you shouldn't have slept in sleeps in one you day you shouldn't have slept in I don't know it now that he's not here, I to think defend Channel Two himself. just sounds clearer. <clears throat> no, it's that it sounds the same. Oh, the same. I just haven't been locked in the last two times. Mm-mm. I was awake. So, what do you mean you were awake? Well, last time I was more awake than I usually am during the podcast. You're awake now. Well, now I'm locked in. I'm oh. actually paying attention. Okay, yeah, because Tyler's not here to to carry you. <laughs> yeah, so I have to actually talk. Yeah, you can just zone out and be like, oh, what uh, what, what about Pearl Harbor? <laughs> we only talked about it for 15 minutes. Um, yeah, no, so uh, I was going to talk uh, a about little cars. bit. cars? Yeah, I was going to talk about cars. Imagine that. Um, we were talking on the drive up here, the hour and 15 minute drive up here, but yet still, you know, even though Tyler only lives like 15 minutes away, somehow manages to not be on time we've already been here set up the equipment ate breakfast wrapped a little bit yeah well i mean you did i did <clears throat> attempted to wrap yeah attempted to ran out of breath too quick <laughs> and then uh and now here we are starting the podcast and tyler meanwhile tyler hadn't even left his house yet i've How already you, had half of my coffee it's like hard to breathe in between the bars without making it sound really loud on the <clears throat> microphone so it's like yeah, that's well, hard to do. There's also different types of mics. These are not, these are not ideal for certain types of recording. Anyhow, so cars, um, the car market is 
still continually stupid, right? Um, doesn't make any sense. And yeah. I don't think we're going to see like, change. the light at the end of the tunnel anytime soon. No, I mean, look at that car right there. There's no reason that should be $30,000. Oh, actually, that's a really good price, actually. It's a ProMaster. It's a brand new one, too. Oh, it's a 2020. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, it's practically new. It looked like a Kia Soul. No, that's actually angle. something interesting. So he's pointed out on the monitor, witness security is kind of looking for a new service vehicle. And what's interesting is like work vehicles, uh, when it comes to service vans for some reason. So here, here's where they the market. They maintain the same price. They maintain pretty much normal. Like they haven't gone to bananas, yeah. right? And I think the reason for that is, is that the demand for them hasn't really changed in, right. the, in any manner in the same way as the demand for so this is where like so you think oh well because yeah, passenger vehicles people need yes and pickup trucks so that's why pickup trucks as a service vehicle or like a work vehicle a work truck or something like that sometimes you suffer from dealing with the market because sometimes people buy pickup trucks just because just because just because yeah, yeah. I, i've known several people that own pickup trucks that just use them as like a, you a know, car a car yeah. right and to be honest with you, I probably would be in a similar situation. Like, even if I didn't have to work the way that I work with, you know, as a mobile mechanic and have all the tools in the back of my truck, I would still probably use a pickup truck as, like, my daily driver. It's just more comfortable. And then I have the cargo space if I ever need it, you know. Yeah, that's why a lot of <clears throat> older men drive trucks. Yeah, they're just, just they're comfortable. comfortable. They're yeah. just comfortable. I've gotten away from, like, so, for instance, the other day when we went in your Cadillac ATS down to the dealership, like, yeah. I had to, like, climb out of it, and it's been a hot minute since I've, like, ridden in a car. <laughs> you felt like an old man. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> I, was making, I was making the <laughs> same noises, noises that Grandpa makes getting out of his freaking sofa. And <laughs> I was like, oh, so this is when it happens. <laughs> like, He's growing up. He always just made those weird yeah. noises, and I was like, "When does that happen?" Like, I've been that, fighting it. Yeah, if I can't. I can't fight it any longer. I've been acting like it doesn't bother me getting out of that car, but it really—it's <laughs> a low car. <laughs> you're putting on a, you're putting on a face. You're just, just it's like a fake smile. It's just like uh, Joaquin Phoenix and the Joker, just in the mirror, just putting on, putting <laughs> on clown makeup every time that you're getting out of that ATS. You're like, it's great, it's great, it's, great. it's good. It's, it's fun to drive. It really is a nice car to drive. It's comfortable once you're in yeah. it. Yeah, once you're in it, it's all right. It's snappy whenever you want it to be snappy. Getting you can in put and it out. On turbo mode or not turbo mode, sport mode. <laughs> Turn the turbo on and off. Yeah, we got it. We got a variable, variable uh, turbo. It just comes on and off whenever you get <laughs> the flip of a switch. Man, if you cut if you cut uh, turbo out of that thing, that is like a like what like a two liter or one yeah, point something two, like two oh it's two two, two liter, liter. Yeah, yeah it's a two liter like I I've I've you know it would have no power. Grandpa drinks more soda than that thing has com, <laughs> com, uh, has displacement displacement complacent complacent displacement complacentness. So if you dropped the if you dropped the boost on that thing, a two liter, it would be like a. It'd be like a car from Costa Rica. Not even. Like, I mean, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure scooters would drive faster. Like, it'd be a Vespa would a be Vespa. faster than that. <laughs> Anyhow, no, just getting out of that. I was like making noises. Like, like I didn't, I didn't, they were involuntary. I wasn't like trying yeah. to make Oh, I was, yeah, I've been fighting it. That's what I was trying to get. <laughs> it's a fight. Right. Do you sneeze? Whenever you sneeze, do you, do you have grandpa sneeze? 
No, not quite that bad. I, Sometimes it, it does. It makes noises like there's an unnecessary noise, like yeah. And you're just like, where did that come from? Used to like where did I used to nor- sneeze like a normal person? You know what's funny is like Grandpa doesn't seem to be getting any older. I mean, he's obviously older and not as healthy as he was, but it's like yeah. we're catching up a lot quicker than. He's declining. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that the case? It's like grandpa's been like the same age for like 15 years. And it's like yeah. 15 years ago, um, I didn't like, I didn't ever sleep wrong and be injured for two weeks. When I drove his truck, I was like, oh man, this is, it's comfortable. I was like really getting into it. Uh huh. <clears throat> it has room for a washer in the back. It's yeah. got the four doors. It's a pretty nice car. Yeah. When, uh, I mean, it was a sad... It's it was, better than the Dodge that he had. The Dakota kind of is crappy. It was kind of a sad day whenever I sold my Corvette, but then on the other hand, I was like, well, you know, at least I can, like I now have, like, if I get a project vehicle or a toy vehicle, like, I was I was more excited. I bought a new truck, by the way, listeners. I, I was more excited about this International that I bought oh, yeah. than, than I think I've ever been about the Corvette. Yeah, it's a lot easier to climb into a vehicle than to climb out. It is, yeah. <laughs> so I bought this. So I bought this international. It's a class seven or class six truck. It's a it's a big boy. It's a big boy. It has a it has a gross vehicle weight rating of twenty five thousand pounds, meaning, and the thing weighs about twelve thousand pounds, meaning I can haul thirteen thousand pounds on the truck. Like, yeah. that's not tow rating. Yeah, that's what that's what the box trucks were that we used. I can pull like twenty thousand pounds with that bad boy, and it won't yeah. even blink. Oh yeah. So yeah, that's what we used. I mean, we found this I was ten looking, fridges at seven hundred pounds each. That'd be mm-hmm. seven thousand pounds. So I was looking for a, um, uh, I was looking for a farm truck, something that I could yeah, haul. You could haul like, a car on that, no problem. Oh yeah, pull. You could pull two cars if you had a, a gooseneck the, trailer. The bed is wide enough. If I had ramps high enough, I could <laughs> drive a car up onto the flatbed of that truck. Yeah. And uh, yeah, if it's. And then, as long as it wasn't a truck, I think I don't think lengthwise it would work for some of the longer vehicles. No, but they have those goosenecks. You could pull a handful of cars way oh, easier man. than a one-ton could. Easy. So this thing. So you I'm know looking. Why more people don't buy those? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I listen. Listen, it's well, a secret, many, and I'm how, okay with it being a secret. How I think. many? How many flatbed box trucks are there like that? Not many. Uh, no, there would be a lot because those were used as tow trucks at some point. So you'd have like rollback oh, yeah. beds on them. So anyway, so I got a 1990 International 4700. For those of you who are interested in Googling to figure out what it looks like. Now, all the images that you'll find will have a longer wheelbase than mine. My frame was chopped and shortened to uh, make it a little bit more uh, uh, maneuverable. And so it's it's a, it's longer wheelbase than like a typical passenger truck, but it's not bad. It doesn't it's not it doesn't feel like no, you're driving a box truck. Like, yeah. And it has a flatbed on it with two different gooseneck hitch locations and it has a fifth wheel hitch on it. So I can haul and it has it has two different bumper pull hitch locations. And they don't affect the flatbed either. No. Which no. is nice. It's so dope. The thing is so cool. Yeah. It has a DT series motor, which I know some of you don't really care about this, but I do. Okay. <laughs> International made the greatest, the hands down greatest, greatest medium duty diesel engine um, on the face of the planet. And that was the DT series motors. This one in particular is the DT 466. My favorite medium <laughs> duty <laughs> diesel commercial engine. And it just goes like it's so easy to work on the mechanical injectors it if i need to rebuild it it's super cheap so anyways i buy this truck and it's like it's like 
It is basically the you capabilities. Stole you stole it. <laughs> right. I mean, you can't even get an Escalade that cheap. No, so I bought it for $4,000. And that's what the guy asked for it. I didn't try and beat him up on the price either. I was just like... Just bring it to me. Yeah, yeah, I just, I just, I didn't even, I didn't even talk about the price. I just, I was afraid. There was a moment when I was thinking he was going to not sell it to me because he was like reminiscing about the truck because he liked <laughs> it so much. Yeah. And I was worried he was going to change his mind. So, um, so I had no concerns at all giving him because it, it doesn't, yeah. Guys are weird. It was his daily driver for like years. Like he drove that thing as daily driver because <clears throat> it was such a reliable truck. Yeah. Anyways, it has, like, no oil leaks. It's a great truck, right? Contrast that to what I would have spent for a truck that is that has got a tenth of the capabilities. Like, literally, this thing will haul, like, ten times as much as, like, a three-quarter ton or a one-ton wheel in the price range I was looking at. I was basically trying to see if I could find something for under ten grand. I wasn't trying to break the bank on anything crazy, right? Um, but everything I was finding... In like the three quarter ton, one ton diesel range, I mean, you'd spend like ten grand on something that is like rugged, like, and I don't mean like in a good way. I mean it is beat up. The you know the cosmetically it's not great. <clears throat> Mechanically it might have some minor issues, and they typically would have like three hundred thousand miles on like a uh, um, a six o diesel or something, a six o power stroke, or even. Um, maybe the five nine Cummins or something like that, and three hundred thousand miles is you know getting up there in miles, right? Um, for those engines, and they're also all computer controlled injections and stuff like that. There's just more complicated things that can go wrong on them. And on top of that, a lot of more modern diesels they don't like to sit around for a long time. And for a farm truck that you know is not going to get in use every single day, it may sit for a couple weeks before I'm going to put it to work or something like that. And I don't, so having an old mechanical uh, engine is just perfect for it. And I can't believe I was able to find it for that price. But anyway, so right now the car market is just being silly. And I don't think it's going to change. I think that. Yeah, <sighs> here's a 2007, 220,000 miles, 2007 GMC Sierra uh, two door for 6,500. And that's the half ton? Yeah, no, it's a it's a three quarter ton. Oh, is it a three quarter ton? Yeah, twenty five hundred. But it has the. But, but it's it, only two doors. And it has a gas engine. It doesn't have a d- diesel, right? Yeah, it's a gas engine. Yeah, yeah. And so they don't good. have interior pictures, so it's probably trash. Yeah. Yeah, costs more. It can't haul as much, and it's a gas engine, not two, a diesel. It's only, it says it seats six. That can't be right. It's only two doors. Sometimes um, when people put those, people don't know what they're doing. Yeah, Sometimes they just they click, just click things. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I saw um, I saw a vehicle that I know seated more than what it did. Uh, I can't remember what it was, um, but it, they they Ooh. they mislabeled it or something like that. So the the car market I don't think is going to change. We've already kind of sort of discussed this. There's a cascading effect as to why used cars are what they are right now. You have a handful of issues going on, so I'll do a brief recap. One. There was a shortage of new cars due to production issues with uh, primarily microchips, um, you know, or was it semiconductors was the big yeah. issue, right? And so there was a shortage of new production vehicles. And so because there was a shortage of new vehicles, a lot of slightly new, you know, slightly used, like, you know, one or two model years old were selling like hotcakes. And then they went out of, they didn't have any. 
um, <clears throat> in stock, and so the dealerships are scrambling, right? Because they they're they're like a they're like drug addicts. They need a constant supply coming in, right, in order to make money. They they need the manufacturer. They need their they need their dealer to hook them, or the dealer needs their distributor to hook them up, right? So they're over here. Uh, you know, uh, they're, they're, they're fiending for a fix, right? They need this fix. They need these cars coming in so that they can sell them because otherwise, so dealerships don't have super high profit margins per se, especially on new vehicles. So they have to move a ton of them in order for it to be worthwhile to make their money. So what happens is they don't have these new cars coming in. So then now they need inventory. So now they jack up their trade-in value prices and they'll start, they'll start buying things on trade-in at ridiculous prices. And so they got these used cars coming in. So now there's a huge, so, so a lot of a huge swath of the used car market got gobbled up by these dealers. So now there's a limited market in the used cars. Now you have another compounding issue with the fact that because vehicles are hard to come by, I don't um, know. They had half-ton diesels, or did somebody have to put it in? No, it's a Chevy. Oh yeah, yeah. Back back in the day. well, that's that. They didn't even make a diesel. Yeah, back I didn't then. think so. They said it has a six-two diesel, but that'd be that's a, a Detroit. No, six-point-two is a Detroit diesel. They made uh, they made the <coughs> uh, a Detroit diesel. Um, in eighty-two. I don't know that's about like in the one that, Alicia, that looks like the one that Alicia used to have. They may have made it, but not in the halftime, I don't think. Anyhow, but it is a, that is a Chevy. Well, it's not a Chevy diesel. It's a Detroit diesel, um, but they put them in Chevy one tons and um, the occasional Suburban, which is really cool. Yeah, that's why. That's why. Um, but um, the uh, so what's happening is so we have this used car market um, that people are holding. People are not going out and buying a brand new car anymore because they can't. Because uh, a brand new car, like with a car breaks, now they can't buy a brand new car, so they'll fix their car. Well, now we've got this other weird thing going on where sometimes parts just aren't even freaking available. Yeah. So now they have to buy another car. So what do they do? They can't buy a new car. They have to buy a used car. So it has just inflated the value of cars substantially. And then what's even worse is new cars, because they're so rare, dealers are doing this crazy thing where they call a market adjustment and they're marking up above MSRP by like 50%, sometimes 100% over MSRP. So now with the inflated cost of new cars, that allows wiggle room for used cars. Because here's the deal, Brandon, would you pay, let's say you had a brand new 2022 Chevy Silverado that cost fifty thousand dollars. No, would I'd you, rather buy this seventy-seven. Would you pay? Chevy. Well, listen. If you had a twenty, if you had a twenty twenty-two that cost fifty thousand dollars, would you pay fifty thousand dollars for a twenty twenty Silverado? Or you'd be like, well, if I can pay fifty thousand dollars, if I'm going to pay fifty thousand dollars, I'm gonna buy a brand buy new, new one. one. Yeah. Well, now if oh, the twenty twenty-two has gone up to seventy thousand dollars, well, now that twenty twenty at fifty thousand dollars is kind of looking a little yeah. enticing. Even though that's what the price was. On a new one two years ago. Right. Exactly. So what's happened is with this massive... So there there was this big price disparity between the new and the used. So that gave people a lot more motivation to spend more money on slightly used vehicles. And that's if you can get a hold of something that's only a couple of years old. So and it's worse in different areas. Um, but what I have found is a handful of things. If you are out there shopping for vehicles, um, you're first off, good freaking luck. Because that's that's uh, that can be problematic, but a couple of things have evaded this price gouging. Um, one is any vehicle that has a moderate uh, to major mechanical issue. Now that doesn't sound like great news for anyone who's not a mechanic, though. 
and and that is the case. Like a lot, anything that is not running um, and running well, you can get for reasonable prices. But the problem is, you have to either know a mechanic or be a mechanic in order for that to be a value deal for you. <clears throat> um, two, um, service vans don't seem to have been affected by this price. Uh, this this price now and now. You may not be in the market for a service van, so, you know, but if you are thinking about getting a pickup truck and you don't necessarily need an open bed, you just need some cargo space, maybe shift your attention to service vans, possibly, um, especially because a lot of those older service vans, you can get in three-quarter ton and one tons that can tow quite similarly to what a pickup truck can tow, and you have, you know, some cargo space, obviously, in the van itself, so you might shift your attention to that. If you are in the market for, you know, a pickup truck, but you don't necessarily need it to actually be an open pickup truck bed and you can get away with an enclosed cargo area that can tow of similar specs, Man, you know, so if you're thinking, truck. I want to, yeah. I want to get it so I can paint it so I can practice painting because I haven't painted in a while. So, um, <clears throat> so those are the few it. things that have um, that have kind of evaded the the uh, the car market hike, but the problem is, is pretty much not a whole lot else has. And I don't think I think we're just going to have to buckle up for um, just that just being the case. Yeah. And but what I do think is going to happen is going to be a positive effect for me going forward. We've been busy. Uh, mechanic wise and that's because more people are fixing their stuff because it's not just as easy to go out and buy another vehicle now. How big now. is your, your air compressor? It's not big enough to run a painter gun is it? No not the compressor I have but anyhow the the market um, the market's probably just going to continue to get worse which is good for anyone who is you know into mechanics and you know people are going to be obviously you know, fixing their vehicles more so than just, you know, tossing them aside to get a new one just because like an alternator goes bad or something like I literally have seen instances where people trade in their vehicle because they have relatively minor yeah. problems because, you know, the cost of, and, and it's, it's, this is really actually kind of sad, but the cost of doing like an $800 repair is, you know, unappealing to them, but they don't mind trading it in. And getting and negative equity. Getting negative, negative equity and, you know, dropping tens of thousands of dollars and paying interest and stuff on a loan because they don't have the cash on hand, but they can finance a new yeah. vehicle or newer vehicle. And that's why we're getting more into more into debt. Right. The pandemic has not been good for a lot of things. <clears throat> no, no. Um, and so... So we've got that going on. A um, couple of news in the automotive industry. Um, Ford has announced, and this is kind of old news now, but for those of you who missed it, Ford's announced that they're going to quit selling cars in America. Yeah, that's crazy. I they, didn't know that. They're just going to be selling Mustangs. Uh, I think Mustangs are the only car that they're selling. Everything else is going to be trucks and SUVs. But if you look, more and more it's Americans... Crazy with the gas prices that Yeah, much. but that's here's the crazy thing is, is right at that announcement, I don't think they anticipated the fact that gas was going to rise yeah. this much. Cause well, what families don't really have a choice anymore because, like, four, four kids is pretty common. Four to five kids is common. Three <sighs> at least. Mm, actually, I think, statistically speaking, I think um, that in a lot of areas, like, the, the number of children per household has gone down. Well, yeah. That's thing on the coast, though. I think that a lot of that is the coast. Maybe. Because it seems like here in, in the middle of America, it seems like families are pretty decent sized. Still, but, you know, if you have three kids, you can get away with a sedan. Yeah, but it's not comfortable. No, I mean, I would agree, but... Um, Even the Ford Fusion... My mother-in-law has a Ford Fusion, and it's like 
but it's, it's too not small that. in the back. This is this is what everyone thinks. It's not that. It's the preference of Americans has shifted to trucks and SUVs. Yeah. Because I'll tell you this, I know plenty of people that uh, well, they pot. don't have any kids and they'll drive, you yeah. know, an SUV or a truck. Because it can handle potholes better. Yeah, it just, just handles better. It's comfortable. But also, yeah. when you have gas prices that are reasonable and you're not as concerned about, you know, your your fuel economy. And also a lot of, you know, trucks and SUVs have done pretty well increasing their fuel economy. They don't get eight miles per gallon anymore. They can do, you know, 15 miles per gallon, which doesn't seem great, but the cost savings or the fuel savings on, you know, versus like a sedan that gets 25 miles per gallon is a reasonable trade-off, it seems like, for something that's bigger and more comfortable. But... We all we all saw it in 2008 when the recession hit, um, and you know we had the housing market collapse. We had we had a, a bad economy and high fuel prices. And what happened to SUVs? They all like dealerships wouldn't even take them on trade in hardly. Yeah. No one could no one could sell SUVs. No one wanted to buy SUVs because the Commander and and Dodge Durango just straight up disappeared. <clears throat> yeah. The Durango came back later. But the they Jeep, just straight up disappeared. The Jeep Commander. In fact, the the recession of two thousand eight brought us vehicles like the Toyota Yaris and like the Chevy Cobalt, and like they, they brought back a whole lot of other smaller compact yeah. cars that got better fuel economy. In fact, um, I remember yeah, like the Pontiac G six. I remember G5. my manager at uh, Denny's at the time is the the job like because I was that was the year that I was getting I had joined the Marine Corps and I was getting ready to leave. My last job before the Marine Corps was a waiter at Denny's. And my manager. She traded in her Chevy Trailblazer um, because of the fuel prices, and she drove around this little tiny Toyota Matrix for the longest time. Matrix. Now, do you know what happened? Do you know what happened after she was done with the Matrix? Um, you know what she traded in and bought? Oh, I forgot about the Matrix. Yeah, it was a little tiny little, little yeah, hatchback. hatchback one. Yeah. yeah. It was this itty bitty look? That's that's one of those recession cars that came out. Yeah. You know, it was uh, it was it was the answer to everybody hating SUVs and gas uh, gas economy, bad so fuel economy. Can you get parts for that vehicle? Yeah, probably. Oh, um, so uh, it was. You know, you got to remember Toyota is a global market. What they mm. what what is unique or new to America is generally also found in, in European countries. countries. Yeah. yeah, especially a lot of the smaller hatchbacks. Like the Matrix, yeah. yeah. I'm sure that that matrix was sold, you know, all over the globe for a long time. So, you know, what's funny is after she was done with that car, the next car that she bought when fuel prices were reasonable, she bought a Toyota Tacoma, bought a pickup truck. It's just her driving back and forth to work. That's her commuter car. She doesn't need a truck. She doesn't need an SUV. They're just more comfortable. Yeah. The only reason she even bought that matrix is because her trailblazer got like 10 miles per gallon and gas was like $4 a gallon. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. When I started driving, uh, I had a Toyota Celica, but then I blew the motor on it, and then I got a Toyota Supra, which it didn't get good gas mileage, but it was an '09. I had the Supra, and I think I was paying like four dollars a gallon because I had to put premium, I had to put high octane fuel in it, and it was an '09. So I'm pretty sure I was paying four dollars a gallon, but at the time I had a job. And I only had insurance to pay. I didn't have to pay anything else, so. Yeah. My philosophy has been for the last long time, basically, is I don't have car payments so I can afford the fuel payments. But honestly, as gas prices keep rising like this, it's like, I might, you know, I might. I, I'm, so normally I'm less like. How I'm, much do you think that ProMaster gets? It's probably good on fuel. 
Um, Pro Ma- Promasters get like uh, like 16 to 18, depending upon the size that they are. Oh, and really? Yeah. Why do those Sprinter vans get such good gas mileage? They're front-wheel drive, um, and they're relatively lightweight and aerodynamic for the, what they are. Oh, because don't they get like 20-something, 24 miles a gallon or so? No, no. I mean, that the, the Promaster, some of their models might could get 24 highway. Oh, I see. <clears throat> Like that one, the ProMaster City that you see on the screen there. That that is a that's the smaller one, not like the one because you know the one on the far bay here is a ProMaster. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's just the big tall one with the utility box on the back. Um, and that one's not going to get twenty four highway <clears throat> in the same way that a ProMaster City is going to. Anyways, these the the so ford may end up kicking themselves right in the nuts because <laughs> because they're going to be selling trucks and suvs in a market that for first off right now i don't know if you've noticed but there's not a freaking suv out there that starts for less than 40 grand it seems like oh, they're yeah. all in the high no, 30s yeah, yeah high 30s is where it seems to be so already it's an expensive market. this is what killed the commander this people don't pay attention yeah. it seems like to history the Jeep Commander came out at the wrong time. If it came out literally any other time in history, it would have been it would have it would have been just like the bee's knees of vehicles. But but Chrysler made a third row luxury SUV that started at forty thousand dollars in yesterday's dollars, which is the equivalent of close to sixty grand. Started yeah. at sixty grand uh, in today's dollars, and it was an SUV. No one was buying SUVs. They released that. It started in 06, model year 06. So. 06, 07, 08 rolls around, and then by 2010, they quit running it because no one was buying SUVs, let alone a luxury SUV at the time, right in the middle of a recession. Yeah, and that was a luxury SUV. Right. Um, Like the uh, Chrysler Aspen, that's when those went away. Those Mm -hmm. were nice SUVs, too. And and my my big thing is, is like, nobody seems to be, like, paying attention to, like, history. Did you know, I mean, there's been fuel crises um, in America before. Like, there's been gas rations and fuel prices that skyrocket before. I mean, there's been, like, times where gas has run out, right? And we have this weird thing going on where gas prices are going up, okay? Um, we've decided to basically not produce oil domestically because, you know, that makes sense, right? Um, and, and, by the way, it's for environmental reasons. We don't want to have this pipeline that is flowing oil, so instead we'll get it from overseas and we'll burn you know, way more fuel. tens of thousands of tons of fuel yeah. to get on the fuel over here on a boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you know, yeah. Because don't they get like four miles a gallon? Oh man, they wish. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they have to idle. I mean, I think they burn like a thousand pounds or a thousand gallons of fuel at idle an hour. And you know, if they wait to get offloaded, and it takes like twenty four hours to offload one of those things at the at the at a shipyard. Yeah. And and then if they wait in line or so whatever. So why don't they take that into consideration? Why does the EPA not have Nobody to do with that? does because it's not about it's not about facts, Brandon. It's not about facts and logic and, and, and things that then make sense. Then why do they put these stupid regulations it, on car manufacturers? It's about optics. Oh, and that's the crazy thing is is passenger vehicles comprise like the yeah, smallest minutest amount. Don't they have to have um don't each manufacturer have to have like a a, a flat <clears throat> average of high yes the cafe so the, how is ford gonna do that then? so the the fleet average fuel economy 
Um, I think by 2025, it's supposed to be like 30-something miles per gallon. Yeah, how are they going to do that if they're only selling SUVs and, and the Mustang? Because they get oh. credits. They get credits for having X amount of hybrids and EVs. So if they have EVs and hybrids, they can credit their cafe down to like something like 28 miles per gallon I wonder if average. they're still doing the four-cylinder turbo in the Expedition. Oh, well, they don't sell the Expedition anymore. But they're going to do an EcoBoost. EcoBoost. Um, they're going to do an EcoBoost. And well, that, they'll figure it out. I mean, I'm sure Ford has no concern reaching that fleet average fuel economy because they're also got, you know, EVs. They're going to have the they have the electric Mustang. Yeah. They have the Ford Lightning, the F-150 electric truck. Yeah, I guess the Mustang out. will be good replacement for the, <clears throat> the Taurus. No. It's about the same size. It's a, it's like a bigger. The Taurus is bigger. It's bigger. No, yeah. than the Mustang, the four-door. Have you seen one of them? Oh, that hatchback looking thing the that's, EV, that's barely a thing. Mustang. Yeah. Yeah. They should have changed They should have just called it a Taurus. <laughs> they should have. <laughs> they should have called it a Taurus wagon. A Taurus wagon. Yeah. yeah. That's what I think. They used to make a Taurus wagon. Remember that Taurus GL? Um, yeah. Uh, Lloyd's we, dad had one for yeah. the longest time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He drove it from Good Wisconsin. Morning, boys. Well, hello, Tyler. You look like you didn't get much sleep last night. Nice of you to show up to your own office. <clears throat> you look tired. So how did you get in? Oh, I picked the lock. Did you just twist the thing on top? No, I called your dad and had him open the gate. Because <laughs> he was working out. Because he woke it, up one time. He's at the gym, which I guess, you know, I, I don't know. I, I called him. And I was like, I figured you were probably at the gym uh, or heading to the gym or at the gym. And he's like, yeah, I'm in the showers right now. So I was like, thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, he would answer the phone while he's in the shower. <coughs> he listens like, to the music in the, Navy. In the shower. Yeah, I was like, thanks for that. I didn't need... <laughs> <laughs> so so your dad whilst naked opened the gate for me <laughs> from across town <clears throat> i'm sitting there going all right whatever as yeah. i pulled up i saw your truck and i'm going wait a second it's closed how did he get in did he know that he could flip the top no what it was is i uh i i took apart my truck piece by piece <laughs> and brandon and i passed it over That's how the much gate, time we had and then wow. we put it back together it's impre- I mean, for as a mechanic, yeah. it must be like a, a pit mechanic. It's like Legos. Basically. It looks yeah. like it I mean, that's like how Legos. late you're so late that we were able to take apart my truck and, and still set up, transport it, and set up and, and get going. For yeah, an we've hour. been recording for like you know 45 minutes or so now. Impressive. And had breakfast. Hey, we've got breakfast. Do you want coffee? I've got coffee for you too. Oh, I'll take coffee. <laughs> breakfast. It's still hot. It should still be hot considering McDonald's pipes it straight from oh, the yeah. center of the earth. Volcanic. From the core of the earth. <laughs> That's why I've always tasted volcanic ash. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. There's cream and sugar in there. I think I that's know, just your taste buds getting burnt away. I know you like to have I know you like to have your coffee uh, you know, uncoffeed. <clears throat> Every move that I make is just like <laughs> <laughs> So uh Yeah, so anyways, yeah. my uh, do not stir got turned on somehow. And uh Ainsley, my youngest, decided uh, well not decided. She got a fever in the middle of the night. <laughs> she decided and to with her will. Yeah, that's why I was like, yeah, I didn't really decide. <laughs> what was really weird is uh, the fact that Rachel and I were um, at 11 o'clock last night. We were getting busy with it. And uh, <laughs> she cock-blocked me. Ainsley cock-blocked me. Oh, you didn't get a finish? Oh no, I did. Oh, you did? oh okay. <laughs> Tyler's like I always finish. <laughs> it was just quicker. <laughs> we I left. We left that room and went downstairs. <laughs> Tyler doesn't. Tyler doesn't do pending 
<laughs> he pending take results. Rain checks. Yeah, he doesn't take rain checks. <laughs> so, listen, he's got a good work ethic. He always finishes his job. <laughs> That's what you'll get with witness security. You'll get someone who always finishes. <laughs> okay. If you need, if you need, a, if you need a company that's never going to quit, no not matter in, what, not in your wife though. <laughs> not in just your mine. wife. <laughs> he always finishes. Just, just want to verify that uh, <laughs> we don't do that. Hmm. You, never know. you never know. You never know what, what the future witness. holds. Yeah, don't uh, you know? Don't don't uh, don't say never. I yeah, mean, you don't know what your services you're going to have to start offering with the fuel prices <laughs> the way they are. You guys are a service industry. Fuel's a big, uh, big expense of yours. You might have to devote yeah. one of your service vans to a different type of service <laughs> van. If you know what I mean. Put a stripper pole in. <laughs> yeah, just so yeah. that way. I am getting a new Transit Connect, so or uh, ProMaster. Yeah, yeah is, we it, see uh, that city. is it a ProMaster City 2020 we're, wagon SLT? We were looking at those, and oh. we're also looking at the Transit Connects. Yeah. I knew that. We were talking about that. We, we looked at uh, 2021 Transit Connect that had uh, 5,000 miles yesterday. You get a radio voice in the morning. I know. It's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it does sound nice for the radio. Mine's all <laughs> high-pitched and squeaky. Welcome back to Smooth Jazz with... <laughs> I know. So, it's uh, wonderful. <laughs> the, the Transit Connect, as we drove that yesterday, that was pretty cool. Uh, only had mm-hmm. 5,000 miles on it. Yep. And yeah. He switched gears. Transit Connect. And, yeah. uh, but it, um, they wanted 30, well, they started out at 40,000. Yeah, that one's not bad, 29. And we, we walked them down to, uh, Keith said, all right, I'll put 10,000 down and, uh, and if you guys do 35,000. And they, uh, they walked down to 36, it's here somewhere, it's 36 something. Yeah. There it is, right there. Oh, he's got it over there. He's got the paperwork. Because we need the exact numbers. The listeners are waited with, waiting with bated breath. 36, so basically, thir- it's basically 37. Because right. 36, 950. Mm-hmm. But. Where'd you get it? When Jim Glover? Yeah, Jim, Jim Glover. Glover. I, was, mm. I was driving by, and I happened to see that they had a ProMaster. And the Transit Connects next to each other. And I was like, ooh, we could get two birds with one stone. So you're getting, you're getting away from the, uh, the Ford diesels? <coughs> yeah. It has uh, 4,700 miles on it. It's not bad. 4,700? Yeah, yeah. That's low. Yeah, it's real low. That's basically, I mean, it's a new car. It's oh. a new vehicle, basically. Oh, it is new. I mean, basically. I mean, it's, it's a new car. It's a brand new car. Brand got a new car. 24 miles a gallon. See, I knew they get a good gas mileage. Yeah, highway. And the, and again, those that's the well, smaller one. Well, it's 27 one. highway, 24 city, so it Uh-oh. probably averages like 26. Yeah. Real world. The same with the ProMaster. They do pretty well that way. Yeah, I thought. How much is, uh, what's your big ProMaster getting on average, do you know? Um, so a regular ProMaster. Uh, gets... 24, 27, yeah. Not the, bad from that. The ProMaster cities, the... <coughs> The smaller ones. The big one with the boxes on the outside gets about 13 to 17. That's what I told you. I was telling Brandon, I said, I bet it averages, you know, more like, you know, 15, 16 miles a gallon or so. So <clears throat> total total amount due is 28,000. 38,000 was the subtotal. Yeah. 
So notice they didn't uh, tack on their uh, market adjustment fees. No, that they actually saved have been doing twenty six fifty off of MSRP. Yeah, which is surprising. So we haven't pulled the trigger on that one yet. Well, we haven't here in Oklahoma. We haven't unless it's a vehicle That's like a, a Ford Bronco. Unless it's a hard to get vehicle, we haven't really ran into the uh, dealer markup above MSRPs. That <clears throat> that is a hard to get vehicle. Yeah, and this is a good price. You're you're saving twenty six fifty off. Did of I show MSRP. you my new truck? No. Oh, yeah, he got an international. I got a new truck. A new farm truck. An international 4700. I think I'm going to get that 77. Did you I get sent a bus, you. too? No, that's my neighbor's uh, oh. cab over. But it's got a, I've got a, two gooseneck hitches on it, two gooseneck locations, and a fifth wheel plate, and also has a bumper pull. Looks like it's a tow truck. <clears throat> it, uh, they, they were, some of, those, some of those were tow trucks back in the I'm day. I think I'm going to try and get that 77 I sent you. It's only yeah. fifteen hundred. So nice uh, to paint it. Um, and so now I can tow whatever and I want to tow. Too many miles on my car. Guess how much I paid for that? Well, you might have to do some mechanical work on that thing. No, no, it's no. Solid. It drove down to my place. No problem. Really? Doesn't even have an oil leak on it. Yeah, it's a daily driver. The guy was using it as a daily driver because it gets such good you don't fuel have to mileage. Turn my mic up. I'm just far away. It oh. ain't no. It does not get good fuel mileage. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Like, like what? Like 15 miles per gallon. That thing's ancient looking. It is, it's a but diesel, it's, though. it's a diesel. It's a big old DT-466. It's, it's a real diesel. The best, the best diesel engine that ever was made was the International DT Series. The DT-360 is my second favorite. The my guy, the DT-360, my second favorite medium-duty commercial diesel engine. Um, the guy claims that he was getting 17 miles per gallon out of the truck. I find that hard to believe. It's more probably like 15-ish. It is geared pretty good, though. So 17, maybe, if you float the gears <clears throat> on the stick, highway. I was going to say, is it a stick shift? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. But cool. uh, guess how much I paid for it? Five bucks. No. It's a little <laughs> bit more than that. <clears throat> what is this? The price is right? This wasn't, this wasn't your mom's upright piano. She was trying to sell at a garage sale. <clears throat> but I paid 25 cents for it. And probably I'm still paying for. That's probably where my lower back issues come from. I'm gonna move <laughs> it into. <laughs> Wait, you guys have that? Had it at the Harvard House. You helped me move it in there. No, maybe you didn't. No, I didn't. Daniel not. helped me move it in there. Sure. Yeah. Do you remember the Harvard House? Oh yeah, we had. Oh, an Xbox I remember party the house. Yeah, yes. we had Xbox parties there. You you could not forget that house. Matter of fact, <laughs> piece <it> was, together. <laughs> I was, was walking it? up, or I was walking. I was watching a show uh, the other day, and. I, I mean, the upstairs of this house that we it was in the show looked uh, like ours. <laughs> it was almost identical. Was was it a Dr. Seuss movie or something? <laughs> no, it was Lemony Snicket's. The series it Lemony Snicket's. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of those. Uh, I think the show's Good Bones or something like that. It's one of those DIY or fiction. <clears throat> oh, this shows. this house did not have Good Bones. No, this house yeah. had osteoporosis. <laughs> <laughs> this the house that I was watching. I'm like. This is not how, how does that house have good bones? And uh, I mean, she's walking upstairs and she's kind of like having to lean forward so that oh, she yeah, Aaron fall helped down. Us sand yeah. our floors because y'all's house was the same way. Yeah, particularly yeah. his bedroom. You had to lean forward so you didn't fall when, down the stairs. When we first moved in, they were so tight. When we first moved into there, the, the floor wasn't level upstairs. When we first moved in, Brandon, like the first couple of weeks, he kept he kept waking up. He had headaches, and he didn't know why. He's like, I've got headaches. I'm like, well, I can't sleep well in my room. So I got a level out, and I put it down on the floor, and sure enough, it's like an inch low. 
towards the head of his bed. So he just had to switch facing his head to the other way. Because <laughs> so <that> way, so, <laughs> what was happening is he would be sleeping, like all the blood would be rushing to his head. So at that point, you just uh, take <clears throat> some spacers and raise the bed just a little bit. I just slept the other side. He just slept the other way. <laughs> <laughs> I was like 14 or 13. Yeah. I don't even think we had a frame for that bed original at the first. I think, I think yeah. when you're doing uh, age, it's like supposed to be 13 or 14, not 14, 14 or 13. Hey, who yeah, says do stuff that? Yeah, you Who says Who says there's rules? <laughs> Did we say there were rules? Um, it's like it was five or four people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like five, five or, or four. Five or four people showed up. Yeah, five or four people showed up, you know. <laughs> I'll be there in about six or four Which hours. Which is weird because I'm an optimistic person normally. But when I say things, it's, it's, I'm dyslexic, so I'm pessimistic when I speak out loud. You're accidentally pessimistic. <laughs> yeah, you're because you're I'm just like you're I'm a dyslexic dis- optimist. Yeah, I'm a dyslexic <laughs> optimist. <laughs> it's gonna take about six hours <laughs> to four hours to four hours <laughs> six to four hours. It's gonna take probably about six, maybe four hours. <laughs> That's a good way to confuse people, though. <laughs> Catch them off guard. Uh, they're like, "Wow, man, six to four. Is that six D four? Where are we going with this? <clears throat> you, you had me at six. You had me at six. Okay. Um, yeah. So did you hear that uh, daylight savings time is possibly going to become a thing of the past? Oh, I hope. Makes do. sense. I mean, here's the reason why we implemented it. And again, the whole reason doesn't still doesn't make sense. It's it's it, one to twelve a.m. It doesn't. It still doesn't make sense. Here's the, time the deal. Is on my time. It's on my time. Here's oh, the good. deal. Are you, are you going retroing back to that? Joke that we were <laughs> oh just wait, doing? it's actually spring <laughs> forward. So okay, never mind. <laughs> time is not on my side. Well, the thing is, it doesn't normally happen until about two in the morning, anyways. Yeah. Uh, two time to one. is not on my side. Hands up, Brandon. Brandon is daylight savings time ends. It's it's two to one. Um, no, the uh, it, it it was it originally implemented. Two, though, right? The reason yeah. it was originally implemented was uh, for farmers to apparently have more you know daylight hours, but that still doesn't make any sense. Yeah, okay? it doesn't change the amount of time that the sun. It doesn't up. change the amount of time that the sun is up. The Can sun we is go still back to up. Sundials. Let's just use sundials. Right. <clears throat> um, Actually, you know, uh, there is a time whenever, like, watches, like, personal watches and personal, like, time-telling pieces were not, like, a common thing. And people were, like, just always late for work because the only ha- – that's why there's clock towers. You know why there's clock towers in old towns and stuff? Because yeah. that was the only way anyone knew how to tell time so that way people could be, like, like meet up at a particular time or, like, go to work at a particular time. Who keeps track of time? Kronos. The so, rest, the rest of the um, world. So here's the, so here's the, here's the thing. Like for instance, daylight savings time started this week, right? Mm-hmm. It actually negatively affected my week because mine too. Yeah, because we had to skip a whole day forward. Well, no, <laughs> the whole day. I, this is not. That's that's not even how leap year I know, works. One hour. I know, um, I'm just kidding. Because we're here so, on a Wednesday. So two. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> daylight savings time. That's why we're here on Wednesday. You know. <laughs> No, so normally on Tuesdays, I, I'll do the chores because I don't have to be in town super early. So I'll take care of, you know, feeding the animals and stuff before so that my wife doesn't have to. Uh, so she only has to do it on, you know, Thursdays or whatever day we're up here uh, for the podcast. But I couldn't at my normal time because the sun hadn't come up yet. Now, I could do it in the dark, but 
doesn't really do a whole lot of good to check on the animals when all the animals are asleep. I don't know if they're sick or whatever because my pigs don't wake up before sunrise. So, right. um, uh, so I had to. So it actually delayed me starting the day on Tuesday because the sun rose later. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, the sun goes down later. So the whole daylight saving, the concept of daylight savings time, I don't even know. I'd have to do a deep dive into it, but I bet there's some sort of conspiracy theory, and I bet someone made money off of it somehow. Because there's no reason for the entire nation, except for like two counties or whatever. Because, you know, there's a couple places in America that don't... Arizona doesn't follow it. <clears throat> yeah, they're like, no, we're not doing this. Why would we do this? Yeah. Get out of here. Get out of here with your stupid time magic. So, <laughs> time uh, wizardry. Yeah, <clears throat> most uh, of the, most of the rest of the world doesn't. It was funny last night. I'm uh, just before I went to sleep. Actually, it was um, before some other stuff happened. Uh, but uh, I'm laying there. I'm looking at TikTok and uh, who's who's the guy? Um, Rubio, Marco Rubio. He was uh, basically announcing that it had passed or whatever, and so somebody. In the in the comments, so we need to start like, doing daylight savings till 1908. Okay, um, anyways, so yeah. Marco Ruby or Marco Ruby announced it in the comments. This one lady is like, "What? What? Our phones? Our phones won't won't flip." I'm like, "That's a simple fix." Yeah, that's Apple has to worry about that. Apple and Android, they'll they'll just send out firmware updates. Yeah. It's not that big no, a deal. No, because they get their they get their time information from, from the National Weather Center, who sends out you know the what current time it is, anyways. So they don't even have to do anything. There's no software change. Yeah. the The National Weather Center is just going to update the you know the, the national time. The national time. Well, it's not, it's not going to actually go into effect till 2023. Mm. Oh, so they are going to get rid of it. Yeah. Good. You ought to. Thank you. Get, and, get, uh, get it out of here. Yeah. Cut, you know, cut another that so, shit Another out. thing was... So, uh, you know, dad, uh, uh, Dad's in Costa Rica. Yeah. He left before daylight savings times. Costa Rica is on the same time zone as us. So, he when he left there, we were in the same time. But yeah. now, he's an hour behind us. Oh. Because we jumped an hour ahead, but he didn't. Time oh. travel. Time travel. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> Going to Russia was really a time travel. What's uh, really funny is... Um, Technically speaking, does that no- mean Dad gets an extra hour in Costa Rica yeah. for his vacation? There's another one that uh, he's like... Does it, though? So does it mean you have an extra how, hour? How does... Uh, what do I look like, Doctor Who? How does this play into my hunting? <laughs> <laughs> you still got to go when the sun gets up, though. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. See, that's, that's the thing. We that need to go back to sundials. We, we t- <laughs> that's the thing. Like We... we we base our time around the sun, basically. I mean, more or less. I mean, since the inven- invention of electric lights, though, we've been less, um, yeah. like, our, our workday has been less revolved around the sun. Yeah, but um, you still you consider what? noon to be when the sun's at the peak, most so, people. on my drive home... No, we consider noon as... Noon. Noon. I uh, consider high noon. Uh, like, on my drive so home, So it's I, like, uh, it's like <clears throat> two o'clock in the afternoon, and you're like, yep, about noon. <laughs> yep. What do you mean? Uh, on my drive home every every evening, I, I look out into a field that's uh, on, on the right side of the Highway 75, and or the west side of Highway 75, and I'm driving, and there is a massive amount of deer. It annoys me that when we go hunting, we never can find, see deer. But, well, because you're not going hunting in Jinx. I guess. Uh, well, and or my wait. neighborhood. I had eight deer in my front yard last night. I pull into my front yard. Start, my, bow, my, start bow and arrowing. Bow and arrowing? 
Yeah. <laughs> well, the problem is, if I hit one, um, and it runs... Then oh, then you get in trouble. Well, it's going into the neighbor... Uh, yeah, it's not gonna, not likely to expire on his property. It's not His property's not large enough to... Unless it just runs in just the right direction, gets a little turned around and like <laughs> zigzags a couple times in your backyard or something. Yeah. It's a possibility. <laughs> and but if it was a me deer... Then on yeah. top of that, you're going to have uh, the neighbors looking at you like, that's the neighborhood pets. What are you doing? People get weird about that, up in arms about that. They do get very weird about hunting specific animals. Um, This is why, like... You killed Bambi's mom or dad. Yes, I did, and he was tasty. (laughs) Delicious. Bambi is tasty. And this whole wee thing about not seeing deer, I want to point out that I see deer... I've seen deer almost every time I've been hunting when you're not there. I think it's you. I don't know what it is. They they smell white people. (laughs) They're like... It's a white person. Really. It's a white person. The last time. And I see deer half we, uh, the time that he's not there. So they only half the time are spelling my half, my half, half white side. Yeah. yeah. That's it. So uh, there was one time that we were sitting in the blind and some idiot, um, whenever I did see deer, right. he was mudding on the island yep. a little bit off of us. Yeah. Which that just straight up pissed which me off. Which that can't happen on the new island. If they no. if they get a truck out there to go mudding, then they kind of deserve it. We I'll just let them. Up. I won't even just be mad. applaud them. I won't even be mad. I'll just be <laughs> impressed. <laughs> How'd you guys do this? They probably would have done the same thing that I did this morning. They took it apart piece by piece, got it over there <laughs> right, on the boat, right? Um, like I did with my truck to get it over the gate. Sure. Um, yeah. It has to be a, a pair of brother mechanics. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. If you gotta, could call me a mechanic. Got a pit crew that stuff. Um, hey, let's take a quick break uh, before we get uh, get get too, too far off too track. far off track, <laughs> and we will be back with some more sultry sounds. Welcome back. We have returned. <clears throat> I know it's been I know it's been a whole forty five seconds or whatever. I don't even remember how long it, it was. Are. A little longer than forty five. I was able to look at uh, see where my wife was. No, we time traveled. They, the listeners did, you know, at least, no, the listeners did. Someone time traveled. All right. Anyhow. um, Yeah, because the sponsor's only 45 seconds. I don't know. I can't remember. It's been a while since I recorded that ad. Um, And then also this, you know, if we get another ad, there's ad spots in there. Someone throws an ad in there. Yeah, I like the first ad. Black Rifle Coffee Company. You did. (laughs) Black Rifle. We actually didn't have any this morning. It's getting expensive going to Quick Trip, not just the gas. (laughs) So inflation's hitting hard like everywhere, and I don't know what like where does this like what what is happening like when's it gonna? I, I, this is what a I feel. Dickhead for a president. That's what's happening. I feel like something is afoot, and I feel like there is. Well, I've got a foot. <clears throat> yes, I believe you. I've got two. I mean, this is unverified as of right now. It's a hypothesis. We have to well, he run hasn't some played tests. footsie with you this morning, so you yeah. don't know. Well, I mean... See for the cameras. It's well, right there. <laughs> I mean, it's a socked foot. I don't know for sure. We'll never know. We'll never know. So, Tyler allegedly has a foot. Um, <laughs> yeah, it could be prosthetic under that sock. <laughs> it could be. We don't know. It could be a whole Luke Skywalker, you know, robotics. We don't know what Tyler's up to in his spare times. <laughs> He's I, just... He might not even be a human. 
No, wait. He definitely is. A human. He's never. He's never gone like good morning. <laughs> good morning. morning. <laughs> so I don't think he's been getting his reboot signals. I mean, either that or he's just got a more functioning software. He's. Oh, what it is is she's an Android. He is an Apple. <laughs> <laughs> he's, an, he's an Apple synthetic. I, uh, uh, that would be an. That would they would call it an I human. Is an I human. Yeah. <laughs> I human. I human. I human. Brandon. That's what. Uh, that's what. That's more likely than not. What. Um, oh, what's his what face? Humans are going no, no, the Facebook guy. Uh, gosh dang. Oh, it, Mark, Zuckerberg? Mark Zuckerberg. He's, he's a, definitely an Android. He's an Apple though. No, he's not an Android oh. because he like he functions oh, yeah, a little he bit does more smoothly. Function fast. So Nancy Pelosi is is definitely on the Android operating system and quite frequently <laughs> needs a little reboot. Did you uh, ever watch that video with trash uh, fires in Afghanistan? <laughs> the the guy that does Do the video is JP Sears. Five. Um, oh yeah, he's funny. He's talking funny. about Klaus Schwab. Oh, he talks um, about Klaus Schwab. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Um, he does some funny videos Klaus running around his house like a nut. <laughs> I think we talked about it last weekend yeah. or last week. Uh, Klaus Schwab is uh, thought to be the uh, most dangerous man in the world. Oh, he's Darth Vader. Oh yeah, we were listening to a actually Joe Rogan no podcast. no, he's like Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. So um, and they did the Darth Vader music. Yeah, that was pretty good <laughs> in the background while he was talking. That dude is something else. He well, is, he talks about he's basically he wants to uh, well, with COVID he calls that the uh, the Great Reset. Yeah. yeah, and wrote a book about then, it before the before the pandemic. Yep. Nobody's even like it's like right in everyone's faces. Like he's not even trying to hide it. Like that's what how little he the thinks. Funny thing of the thing is, Alex Jones has been saying this for years. Yeah, but this is the problem with Alex Jones. Is the problem is is that because he says crazy things and sounds crazy, like everyone's just like, yeah. Okay, sure. but now now you can see why he says lizard people. Yeah, but it's too late. Pelosi acts like a lizard person. <laughs> Good Doing morning. a little jig Sunday morning Doing a little jig Remember she gets excited About f- trash fires Yeah You talked about uh, Trash fires in Afghanistan You think that someone Like kicked on Some smooth jazz Or something <laughs> Oh yeah Oh yeah <laughs> What was she doing then With her hand Then she stands up And <laughs> Oh shoot She doesn't know she doesn't know. What it is Is she's an 80 something Year old lady Who has no idea What's going on anymore And uh and uh, this is, she's like the perfect example as to why term limits should exist. And again, I used to think that I was like, why would, you, why would we have term limits? If people keep voting them in, then they should just stay in. And the problem is, is dementia. That's why term limits should happen. <laughs> yeah, because then they don't even remember who they're voting for. Right, exactly. It's like, what was I doing again? Um, good morning. Sunday morning. Sunday I don't even morning. know what that's supposed to be. Um, so... <coughs> I think this is what I think is happening. I think that this whole cost of inflation, the whole inflation thing, I think it's all moving everyone. It's just kind of easing everyone more and more into the idea of, you know, we'll just, you know, we'll just, uh, you, you won't own anything and you just rent everything from us. We just give you a little flat rate of what you rent it for. And this is just the cost of things. You don't have to worry about ownership. You don't want to own a car. You just rent it. If it breaks down, no big deal. We'll, we'll take care of it for you. You just pay this rental fee. And that's what you do. You don't have to pay for gas. The thing no. is, pay though, for gas, you get a card. We need more if money, they, though. If if you rent it, then you'll also have to pay to get it fixed too. They'll they'll work out a way to where you just pay for everything. Oh yeah, they'll just all be inclusive. The consumer market doesn't work when the consumers can't consume things. I mean, we can consume things. Right, right, right. When the consumers don't have much of a choice on the matter. Whenever competition doesn't exist, is whenever yeah. things get really, really dicey. Yeah, that's why the free market's good because it incentivizes competition mm-hmm. yeah look uh, look at anything that isn't yeah, a free regulating market regulating stuff mo- so much. or monopolies exist oh man regulations don't get me started i cannot stand them 
can't like stand Mark, them at like, all. Cigarettes are like astronomically expensive, and you can't. I mean, you almost don't have a choice. If you started smoking cigarettes, you're still smoking cigarettes. Um, that's, no, that's the your thing. Own fault. Yeah, but here's the thing: is though, I only like, smoke cigars. The why? Yeah, but whenever it comes to like, whenever we try and do this dumb thing, which we're is like, weird too, like we cigars don't, don't change in price. <clears throat> they're gonna be thirty bucks, whether you're gonna be thirty bucks or not. Why do cigarettes go up in price? Because of because of taxes. They add taxes. They add they add a tax to certain tobacco products. But why why cigars? They don't really fluctuate that much because you can't generate funds that way because they don't sell nearly as many cigars as they do cigarettes. So, for instance, if the state of Oklahoma is like, we need to raise funds to pay our teachers better um and the easiest way here's the thing is if you're a politician you're like we want to raise funds we want to pass this bill how do we get the public involved and we say oh well we want to pay our teachers more right you don't want to be a monster right and not pay teachers more they're they pour their heart and soul into your young children's and they have to pay <laughs> yeah. for school supplies are you a monster for not wanting to give teachers want, better pay i'd say yes I am. Heart and soul like, into my pull kids. it out of the uh, the so, bank account that they uh so built whenever oklahoma was built <clears throat> and they're, they they made a bank account that has over five, uh, according to Tom Gann, uh, one of our state representatives, mm-hmm. has over five billion, with a B, billion dollars to pay these teachers, yeah. and we don't have to tax anybody. Well, yeah, the but if you're going to tax it, so you can't... Teacher so, administrations get so, paid. So here's the thing is, you're going to introduce a bill. First off, if you say, I'm the one who raised the teacher pay, that always sounds good, gets you reelected. But teachers so you don't wanna, even get the increase. So, I know, but here, so here's here's what it is. I'm freaking uh, politician, make politician man, and I want to get I want to get my voters excited about me. Well, I'm the one who raised teacher pay. Well, here's the deal. How am I going to raise teacher pay? Well, we got to have more money coming in from somewhere, right? Okay, so we got to tax someone. People don't like taxes. We're in a red state. Republicans don't like taxes. We don't want to raise taxes, but who can we tax? That's not going to complain that that other people will vote for and and be okay with it. Oh, we'll just raise it on the cigarette tax. That's so what it goes we'll from five dollars and a quarter to now it's like seven twenty five. Sure. I mean, I don't I mean, know what they. I, I don't smoke, so I don't really care. That's expensive, though. If it's that expensive. is the case. Yeah, it's like almost eight dollars for a pack of Marlboros. So stop smoking. Well, I don't <sighs> smoke Marlboros, but I'm just saying. Um, so that's how they do it. They just tax the, you know. So you really, realistically, I mean, uh, Oklahomans. But do you smoke? So yeah, Oklahomans so, don't want I'm to. I'm not talking about the vape. I'm talking about do you smoke? Not cigarettes, no. The, I smoke cigarettes. Oklahoma. And, and realistically, the U.S. in general, and they weed. don't. They don't weed. want because they talk about they they talk about well these taxes that increase, it's to de incentivize people from wanting to smoke, and it's like no, they'll thought, just spend more I money. Weed was bad for your crazy. I'm no, I'm Bob Marley reincarnated. <coughs> so no, that was a that was Delta Eight. So the so w- what happens kind of is it's like an edible. So what happens is if you tax the if you tax the cigarettes, okay. The tax of cigarettes, and we're getting all this funding coming in from cigarette taxes. But then on the other hand, the Oklahoma like Health Council will put out these you know, PSAs, be like, "Stop smoking now." They don't want you don't they don't want Oklahomans to quit smoking, right? Because if they have Oklahomans quit smoking, there's a lot of funds that go bye bye, and then they have to start taxing other people. Um, and if you start taxing too many people, like mm, alcohol. Ooh. Oh yeah! Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Man, I had a bottle. Not everybody smokes, but the majority of everybody drinks. And so I don't get that too. Like, like Johnny, for instance, he, he smokes Marlboro Red One Hundreds by myself too, because my wife's pregnant. So, so right. did you listen to uh, Adele while you were taking a warm bath? 
He was he was in a bubble bath. He had a he had a Dell going, and uh, it was a bath bomb. Yeah, with a bath bomb. Epsom those, salt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of those pink bath bombs. Yeah, those are the better the glitter ones. ones. Yeah, the ones that the Kesha makes. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we, that's we, why we he's did. wearing Sperry's today. Right, right. Because he's feeling himself. Yeah. <clears throat> I I muted you a while ago, Tyler. <laughs> so. Yeah, so they're obviously they're going to. That's that's why the the taxes are as such because it's easier from a political standpoint. The problem is, is honestly here, is everything has become too politicized and nothing is. No one's no one's really telling anyone any truths anymore. And with this inflation going the way it is, and then we just and then we spin it in such a manner. You know, fuel prices were already rising, and then we're like, oh, Ukraine. That's why fuel prices are so high so that way the politicians can look good or look better and have nothing to do with the fact that do you think that they care do you think that biden genuinely cares about the keystone pipeline no, no he doesn't care he knows about it he doesn't care about it. he doesn't care about the environment he doesn't care about any of those things you know what he cares about he cares about being his you know being in power they they don't care about any of that so what they do is they care about the optics, right? Just because logically speaking, obviously it is more environmentally friendly to run a pipeline across North America than it is to ship uh, oil from the Middle East and from Russia overseas over barges that obviously burn fuel to get here. I mean, it's much more efficient. This is, this is why fuel prices went up, because it costs more to ship fuel from further away on these barges. Well, that cost isn't just dollars. It's also emissions. You can't, um, you can't have, you can't have the, this, this nonsensical stance on environmental friendliness and then on the other hand be, be, be enacting legislation. But the problem, here's, here's the real problem. The problem is, is nobody actually pays attention to what's really going on. Everyone's looking at everything from the optics and what on what things are on surface level. Just because if I were to tell you, hey, you know, uh, you should switch to an EV because it's more environmentally friendly, and then you would be like, oh yeah, because it doesn't burn gas, you know. It, it, but that's because the logic can only go. People can only think so far, and nobody, nobody really. They they take one or two steps and think, okay, well, you know, I got, yeah, maybe it might not be quite as environmentally friendly because we got the batteries to like. I don't um, even think but, the batteries. I think how much. Doesn't what does the city use to power? Exactly. Where's the electricity coming from? Yeah. And, and not only that, but getting power from the grid is terribly inefficient. Because you know how power so grids work. Which is work? more efficient, an EV? Do, or do you know what's more environmentally friendly than a brand new Tesla? A gas car. My my 2007 Dodge Ram V8 that burns you know 12 miles per gallon or whatever. So what happened to you wanting to get a Tesla? <clears throat> oh, no, I, I still, still like them. Yeah. I don't think they're environmentally friendly. I still like them. <laughs> They're cool. So what about Oh, they're Prius? definitely not environmentally friendly. <laughs> what about a Prius? I mean, think of all the kids that have to dig up the lithium. Right. Or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Your your Tesla is not powered by electricity. It's it's powered by shattered hopes and dreams <laughs> of third world country children. Yeah, that little child, he's thinking, man, I'm, I'm going to make it to the American dream. <clears throat> no, you ain't. No, he's going to die of lithium lung before he even makes lithium it out of those mines. Lung. I don't even know if that's a real thing. <laughs> sounds cool. <laughs> it sounds like it's a thing. And it doesn't really sound cool. No, no. <laughs> no it sounds, 
<laughs> the least desirable thing to have. I don't want lithium lung. <laughs> Unless maybe it gives you superpowers and you can fly. Do we get lithium lung from from vaping? No, I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> is there lithium in your you vape? vape the battery. You get vape lung out of yeah, that. Yeah, the battery. Are you sucking on the battery? What are you doing? You're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it wrong, man. Get out of here. Get out of here with that. No, I mean, people don't think about where does the electricity come from. Well, here's Cold, the deal. right? It, come, it comes from uh, most of our, the majority of our power plants in America are still fossil fuel powered, right? And they produce emissions. Coal Not only that, or, or oil? Uh, we burn uh, oil? No. How does it work? It's mostly coal. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so here's, here's the deal. They're also terribly inefficient, right? So... We have, do you know how much electricity is wasted just to get electricity to a house? So for you, it'd be okay because you're, are you completely off the grid? Not completely. Your electricity? Like 80%. So if you got a Tesla, the majority of your car would be charged by the sun? Maybe, probably, or my, just my electricity usage would certainly increase. I'd either have to put more solar panels on or I'd have to pull more from the grid. And my grid, my power company does actually produce a lot of their power from solar but my power company is different it's a co-op that um is probably a little bit more environmentally I friendly build than the solar field in nebraska than, um, but but anyways Terrible the point being work, it's terribly inefficient so here's how power transmission works in like in a nutshell like this is the simplest version um and these aren't exact numbers these are just saying to get 110 volts ac yeah. at your house there's transmission loss. There's power loss across the transmission lines, right? Yeah. So to get 110 volts to your outlet from a power a power um, uh, uh, plant. That's like 200 miles away. That's like 200 miles away. It's got to pump out like 20,000 volts of electricity. Just to get 100. Just to get you your one. Yeah. So like there's all along the way. I mean, there's transformers and stuff and along and these transmission lines. Right. There's transformers and stuff in order to uh, help boost the power, but the reality is, is that there is some a staggering number of loss by the time it gets to you. I think the number is somewhere in like the forty percent. So there's like forty yeah. percent so power loss. What so forty percent of the electricity produced is wasted. Just, just wasted. To me. It's just wasted. So the best way is for you to sell <laughs> it back to the or have people like you farming solar right. on top of your house, selling it back to the grid, and now they don't have to send Push it as far. Um, right. this the 200,000 volts or whatever it is down to right. uh, you. They only yeah, have so to send like when my, when my meter 000. is turning backwards and electricity is going into the grid, it's not like it's going back to the power plant. It's just going, no, like it's going to my neighbor's house. Next door yeah. Neighbors. Yeah. yeah, so like my neighbors are getting some of my solar. I should start charging them. <laughs> no. well, are you getting paid? Get yeah, I get, I get, I get yeah. paid back. They, they, they take it off of my bill. So, so how much, is your, how much is your bill if your uh, thing's spinning? If backwards? it's sun, if it's sunny, sunny. Um, Have you had it through the summer? Not through the summer yet. No. Oh, so um, you'll really see then. I will, but then again, I'll also be running AC where I haven't been running True. AC, which uses more. I think it's going to end up being more of a wash. Like it'll end up, I'll produce more electricity, but I'll use more electricity. It'll be about the same. Basically, my electricity, depending upon the month, is at least Have half as much. Have you seen it spin backwards? That'd be cool to see the meter go the other it's way. It's a digital meter. Oh, it is. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> so far, is it worth it? <clears throat> yeah, for Yeah, certain. how much is your electric bill? Um, less than half of what it was. Like, it was it, last month. So we, it was like, what, $200? No, no, it's, it's way less than that. I think oh. this month was like. Claremore this, was raping us. This past month was like 100 bucks or something like we that. We were paying $400 a month for electricity. Oh, boy. Yeah. Did they at least, like, send you KY with your bill? <laughs> no. Just bend over and take it. 
50% no. Yeah, 50% of the city's budget is based off of their utility sales. Hmm. This is why this is why we you need you can't have monopolies on anything including utilities. Is when you do, you don't have competition and like Yeah, so that's like, why Virginia was nice cuz you could they could Virginia, Virginia was deregulated. Uh, they Virginia? did like they hadn't yet. Oh, uh, not before I left. They were pl- trying to. Oh, but Virginia was not deregulated. In oh yeah, fact, that's right. It was like electric- all Black Hills Energy. No, it's even it's even more on the nose, and that is Dominion. Dominion, the, yeah, that's Dominion right. was the power right. company. Black Hills was that had Dominion of Northern Virginia and <laughs> yeah. part of Maryland. Yeah, it was very Dominion. interesting. That's yeah. kind of uh, scary, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Well, it comes from a name. I think there was a colony called like a Dominion, the Dominion colony or Old Dominion or we something had like Dominion that. Over yeah, you. there's some sort of it's some it's a it's an old colonial thing because I know there's a there's a theme park in Virginia called oh, Old yeah, Dominion. Old Dominion, yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be kind of funny if someone called up and they're like you ain't getting the domination of me. <laughs> A domination of me. Right. I'll go solar before you get domination of me. (laughs) Yeah. So people just don't think that far into like what their, what their consumption actually, you know, but people, you don't, nobody has time. Yeah. I was going to say this makes it less stressful for you. You don't have to think about it. We'll think for you and we'll tell you how much your electric bill is going to be. Sure. Yeah. Here it is. We'll take care of it. I've started kind of thinking about it uh, because I started like all of my can lights, uh-huh. I took all the can l- the the bulbs out, and I mm-hmm. put uh, smart bulbs. Uh, no, oh. uh, the recessed. Um, oh, I see what you're talking about. The semi retrofits. Um, so they they screw in just like a regular light bulb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, they plug in to a retrofit can light, and those retrofit can lights are eight watts, eight point six watts, versus the light bulb that I just took out was between a 60 and a 100 watt. Oh, 60 and 100. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, light bulbs used can, to use a lot of energy. Can lights use more. The, a lot of them uh, can be upwards to 100 watt light bulbs. So I was I was looking at I had 12 of them in my living room. I'm sitting there going. 1,200 watts an hour? Well, that's. Is that an hour of use? I don't know if that's an hour. Is that per hour? I think. It's probably per hour. Kilowatts. Yeah. I don't know. But it's 60-watt bulb or a 100-watt bulb. And so I'm like, man, that's a lot of wattage. 1,200 watts. Versus yeah. my 8.6-watts my per can light. Okay. That's so basically I one, think, wall, one light bulb I think, to Yeah, 12. I was getting ready to say, my, um, all of my can lights now are using less than... All or them one of the light bulbs. Yeah. See, people don't break down that then stuff. I, then I then I changed my um, my entry wheel light. That was a that was two. There was two light bulbs at um, sixty watt. There were sixty watt bulbs, and I put my new entryway light in, which is twenty watts. It's LED. Then I the two upstairs, same deal. So in one night, I dropped my uh, energy from. Uh, what's 60 times 6? 360. There we go. To a uh, total of 60 watts. Yeah. Three, ti- three times as... 
Three times as less, almost. Yeah, it, three it times as less. <laughs> three times as efficient, maybe. <laughs> four to that, five that, people. That one third. I mean, five to four people showed up. Five to four. I actually people. said it right that time. <laughs> five to four people will even pay attention. <laughs> five to four people. Uh, I dry, I, all of my uh, <clears throat> closet lights. Um, I got some uh, lights that replaced. They're all LED now. Mm-hmm. Um, those are. I think those were eight watts How as well. How come when you switch to LEDs on cars, you have to do a, a thing? You have to do a whole thing with you it. You have to do a thing? You get to do yeah. a whole thing. Yeah. It's it like, depends. Is it a jig? Most, most yeah, modern. You gotta do a, dance a jig? You gotta dance a jig. You gotta do a Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that should be a new dance if that already has The Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> do the Nancy Pelosi. Do the Pelosi. Do the Pelosi. Yeah. <laughs> All if right. you can't dance, just do the Pelosi. <laughs> do the Pelosi. <laughs> All right. Just, just act like you got ants in your pants and you shuffle in your hands. <laughs> so, <laughs> you got ants in your pants and cold hands. I think it'd be hilarious. You're doing a mechanic job, and all of a sudden you're like, they the the customer walks out. <laughs> they want the LED switch. The you gotta do the Pelosi, <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm trying to switch your light bulbs. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I gotta ants ants in my pants, and I'm trying to start oh. a fire. <laughs> I'm working up to getting this job started, but I gotta yeah. do the Pelosi. <laughs> you gotta do the Pelosi first. That's how you warm Pelosi. up. That's how you warm up. You gotta stay limber, folks. You know, I'm getting my third. I'm in my thirties now. I can't just be hopping out there just changing alternators and stuff. I gotta. You gotta get. Gotta get. Loose. Gotta limber up first. Gotta do the Pelosi. How do you think she's? How do you think she's still? You know, walking around. At walking 80. around yeah. at eighty. You know. Yeah. Our grandfather can't even walk upstairs, and he's not 80 yet, because he hasn't been doing the Pelosi, <laughs> okay? It. He needs to start doing the <laughs> That's Pelosi. That's what it was. She was sitting there for too long, and she's like, if I sit here much longer, my legs just aren't going to work. i got to Pelosi <laughs> this thing up. I'm going to limber up. That's what it was. She wasn't. It wasn't she, a reboot. She no. said it was stretch. Yeah, she just needed to keep keep things limber. It just keep so happened to be at an opportune time. She just couldn't pick the right time. She's like, if I don't do this no, now. You have to, you have I'd to, love to be a fly on the, <clears> on the wall. When these guys are listening to this, oh man, <laughs> Stan. Um, He's like, I speaking got of order. speaking of fellas who listen to this, shout out to Wes. Uh, broke his arm after breaking his hip. Did you hear, did you hear about this? I heard that he broke his hip, and I saw a picture. He um, fell and broke his arm. Oh yeah, he fractured gosh. his arm. Yeah. So Wes, here's the deal. I know he you're laid up listening to this. Um, you don't need a good like physical therapist. What you need is a good straight jacket and to be thrown into a padded cell so you won't hurt yourself anymore. I'm starting to get worried about you, Wes. Listen, it's worth it's well, life is worth living. You need to stop this. Don't do it. <clears throat> don't do it. They're temporary problems. No, if you want to put LEDs in a car, you got to trick the car to oh, make that, it think it's still the same wattage. Yeah, different that pulls different joke. wattage. Yeah, but yeah. why don't you do that with the house? Because the house doesn't have a computer to give run diagnostics. Oh, so that's why it just blinks faster. Right, I guess. Because if you put yeah. an LED bulb in your turn signal, it'll blink like it's not on. Yes. Because it thinks there's no light bulb Because there. it's not drawing as much wattage yeah. or amperage, rather. Right, yeah. You bet. <clears throat> yeah, cause, you know, so cars have built-in, um, they <sighs> have their blinkers... Before they put like little uh, notifications in the dash that would say bulb out or whatever. Yeah, why wouldn't they just do that? What? Why don't they just do that? They w- they do in a lot of more more oh, modern they vehicles. They'll tell you the bulb is out or but something. But it just would blink fast. Yeah, because that was a simple uh, was a simple solution. Was it a transformer? No, no, no. It's just that there's the switch, the 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 blinker relay. Oh, relay. That's what it's called. Works yeah. off of a resistance, right? So what happens is it pulls wattage. It gets the resistor uh, gets hot. It's a thermoresistor. It gets hot, and then beca- when the heat it heats up from the amperage being pulled. It shuts off. Right. Yeah. Right. 
And so and I did so, a kit. I got a kit to do my own resistor. Yeah. And I did it right, but then I guess I didn't I didn't secure it very good because I didn't solder it or nothing. So then after like three months of it, it just ended up frying <laughs> frying the whole circuit board. So I ended up just replacing the tail lights. Yeah, you know it's a whole lot easier. So what just did replacing West call the tail lights? No, just let me leave. Did leave West call you? Like, these look cool. No, right. yeah, if you posted. Um, oh, on his Facebook. I think on Facebook. Man, since we, uh, since I got hacked when we went camping, I haven't had Facebook. I love it. I hop on it every once in a while. In fact, this last uh, this last month, I've been on it more often. But that's just because I've been looking for trucks, and um, and you know, the first page that it opens up to is my news feed. And, you you know, know how iPhones tell you the time you spent on Facebook and stuff. Yep. Mine, mine told me that I spent like four hours a day on TikTok. Oh no, on Facebook. And, on and so, faces. and this most of the time I was at work, so I was like riding in the truck or whatever. But I could still be texting my wife or doing something more productive with my time. So I was like, I gotta quit doing that. And so I I got to the point where I turned off my notifications on Facebook, and that could, I was still on like two hours a day. So then I just deleted Facebook off my phone to where I have to get on the actual web browser. Once I got hacked, I was like, well, I guess I don't need that anymore. Because once so I get on Facebook, I tried getting in like multiple times because. There was. They know uh, how to get me. They'll put like the right post to where I get engaged right away. I'm like, oh, this idiot, and I get engaged right away. Notice, notice how like I never, I don't hardly ever comment or respond to anything. Yeah, unless I get like hip deep in some shit. (laughs) So that being said, Wes, with with your your post, it's not that I didn't see that you're beating yourself up. It's it's just I did. I just didn't comment on it. This is this is my Facebook comment. You know, um, uh, praying hands emoji. Because that's what they all, that's what everyone's doing. Everyone's sending like, thoughts. Thoughts. Sending good vibes. Um, no, except for that send, one. If they're sending good except, vibes, they're sending you to some Except weird. for that one <laughs> trucker who replied to your comment, who replied to your post that made a weird comment saying that you were just being lazy and you need to get back in your truck. I can't tell if he was joking, and I could tell that you couldn't tell either because of your <laughs> reply to him. So just so you know, that guy can go eat a dick. Um, <laughs> See, those these are comments that I would put on Facebook if I did comment on Facebook. Yeah. I just don't. This is me responding to Facebook. <laughs> right now. Yeah, usually this usually, is a very this is a very uh, roundabout way of putting a Facebook comment out there. But Wes knows. Usually, <laughs> you don't engage in my conversations. I'm just like buried myself a whole six comments in. Yeah, I don't. I just don't. It's just too like, much. <laughs> well, I got to go. Right. My, uh, okay. I gotta go get my wife. Well, actually, mm-hmm. I gotta go get her car. Give her my truck. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so we can do the Acadia. Yep. Yep. Why we'll didn't you drive it. the Acadia here? She doesn't like driving the truck. <laughs> oh. Hmm. Oh, so you're gonna go get? I'm the... gonna go drop it with her at her mom's. Uh huh. And then uh, pick up her car, and then she just has to drive it a couple miles. She doesn't le- really like the idea of driving it. Almost twenty miles. That just freaks her out for some reason. Oh right, right, right. Meanwhile, well, it's a Ford, and she's a Department of Public Safety, so that makes sense. Yeah, well, she doesn't want to drive a, an unsafe car. It's a tank. <laughs> is what it is. No, my truck's a tank. Uh, mine's bigger. No, mine's bigger. Mm. No, his international is my international. Oh, I thought you were talking about <laughs> this one. I was like, no, no. I'm one hundred percent positive. Mine's longer. All right, this weekend we got to get a chain. And we're mm-hmm. gonna do a tractor pull. We're gonna see who's <laughs> we're gonna see who's truck. Uh, we gotta run that by oh. Keith. I don't think he'd be okay with that. Right. <laughs> Unless you get both the Fords hooked up to it. Uh, they still the wouldn't. International make. would still drag yeah, it. I'd pull both their rear ends right out of the truck. 
they just they're just be they'd just be pulling a pair of rear differentials around <clears throat> as a as a trophy. <laughs> like you know, the people got the check the, the truck balls. Yeah, the yeah, I'll just have a pair of Ford Ford rear diffs hanging from the back of my truck. Yeah, uh, showed up late. Yeah, leave early. Right. Well, we're probably later. gonna pack things up too, anyways, because we gotta head over to uh, O'Reilly's and uh, get some farts. Oh, uh, O'Reilly's auto farts. Ow. <laughs> On that note, we will talk at y'all later next week at some point or another. Um, get well, Wes and stop breaking yourself.